0: Hello and welcome to Experience Share a Pokemon podcast starring me, Char Tanner and Friends, aka Tanner Green Ring, and my co-host, Double Colorless Josh. Oh, that's fun, because I just talked about how I like that energy, too. Thank you. <laughs> A.K.A. Josh failstead This is a Pokemon podcast wherein we play the Pokemon games gym by gym, week by week, although this week we are not playing gyms, we are playing clubs. Clubs, because we are in the final episode of the Pokemon trading card game, game Game. video game for Game Game Boy Boy Color. Color. Yeah. And we did it. We beat the game. We did it. Well, I beat the game. I beat it. I beat it. Okay. I didn't want to speak for you, but it sounds like we've both beaten the game. We took on
1: the four Grand Masters this week. Yeah, and the granddaddies of Pokemon Trading Card Game Island.
0: Some of us pushed a little further, explored the island a little bit more, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) saw what else it had to offer, saw what other challenges it had to offer.
1: Well, I was so deep in the hole, man. Some of us didn't. I just had to spend all my time just trying to get a respectable number of cards that I didn't have time to do any post-game nonsense. We played through the eight clubs in this game over the last couple weeks and now we are at the pokemon dome where the four grand masters live together i think it's fair to say there's a door in the background of the main arena which is like an elevated stage what's the like las vegas like poker championship oh yeah it's like an elevated stage with just a felt topped table to chairs And then the grandmasters come out from the back, and that's probably where they live, I think.
0: Yeah. I think it's where they live. It's where they kiss. It's where they spend their lives together. Oh,
1: man, I hope they kiss.
0: God, I felt right at home in that fucking grandmaster felt table, huh? (laughs) Jeez Louise. Just tuck me in, because I'm home sweet home right there in that grandmaster felt table.
1: You're the grandmaster now? Oh, I'm the grandmaster many times removed. Look at me. I'm the Grandmaster now. Do the accent. No, it's bad. You can't do that. No, don't do the accent. (laughs) But you know that, Captain Phillips. I just wanted to see if you would do it. Yeah.
0: We did it, Josh. We beat the Grandmasters. We explored a little bit of the endgame content. One of us did.
1: I will say I tried to do the endgame content, and I was denied because you have to save scum. And, of course, it's no surprise that someone like you would be willing to save scum all over the place in order to trigger the events that you want you don't even really need to do any like tricky saving you just need to have
0: a passion (laughs) for pokemon trading card game and a willingness to do what it takes to get 220 cards of the available 226 cards Oh, so you didn't get all of them. Not everyone is willing to put in that kind of work. Not everyone is that dedicated. Not everyone is furloughed from their jobs. Okay, well, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah. I don't mean to laugh at that, but that is true. Which maybe has something to do with it. I was making fucking Keynote decks while you were making Pokemon trading card decks. Keynote
0: decks? What is it? Fucking 2016? uh. Get on Google Slides, Keynote decks.
1: Well, Keynote is obviously superior, but Google Slides is good. It's so much
0: easier to share.
1: It's good for collaboration, but in my workflow, I'm leading the deck creation, so I don't need to have the inferior tools of Google Slides.
0: Okay, well, good luck sharing with your fucking client.
1: Keynote, I give them a bespoke experience that they love. One of us is being pigheaded about this.
0: I've already sort of revealed what I'm working with in terms of cards. Yeah. But we may as well officially introduce the segment, and the segment is called Card Check. Card Check. Card Check. And I would love to hear a little bit about your deck, how many cards you've amassed, Who is some of your favorite Pokemon were this week, I just want to know it all, Joshua.
1: You are acting like a know-it-all in this game.
0: <laughs> well, I do know a lot about this game now because I have dedicated quite a lot of time and energy towards it.
1: And at least, and you know, and I'm glad one of us did because we're
0: fucking Pokemon journalists here.
1: Yeah, we're here to help the people learn more about this game, and we're here to share our experiences. And sometimes one person has more experiences than the other one. Yeah.
0: And that's good. You know, it's it's it'll help us kind of like paint a richer tapestry. You're down there doing like a lot of the like primer, like you're painting the gray background on the canvas. Uh-huh. And I'm here like adding the flourishes, like Adam reaching out to God and touching <laughs> fingertips. And that moment of electric charisma between mortal man and the endless god you know Mm -hmm. and that's me i am that moment of inspiration i am that moment of ultimate charisma
1: normally you wouldn't be able to get that inspiration without my divine guidance you're the guy who was up there before i got there i think that i'm the god passing it to you you're the
0: guy who was up on that scaffolding in the sistine chapel before i got there just painting it all white
1: okay
0: You know, give him something to work with.
1: Man, I wish we could have battled our decks with this kind of fucking talk. I would have owned you so hard. Uh, That's probably just because you started building out actual like tourney decks with your like haymaker obsession which is the whole reason you're trying to get all these cards, I'm making my own shit. I'm the one who's blazing my own trail. I built two beautiful decks this week. Beautiful, huh? Beautiful decks. We'll see, we'll see. I'm pretty proud of the deck that I ended up with. How many cards you got? 213. Pathetic. (laughs) Whatever those other seven are that I don't have that you have are trash, because what could they be that I need them for? Pathetic. I was very satisfied with everything that I was able to do. Okay. I don't need them. I don't need them. Whatever you need to tell yourself to sleep at night. Let us remind the bug catchers, the club members... There are 226 cards in the game. You didn't get all of them either. No, there's several I couldn't get. We both failed. Both failed. There's several I couldn't get because
0: of something called Card Pop. Yeah. And because of fucking Ishihara, the goddamn Icebox Ishihara who like...
1: (laughs) Wouldn't give me the goddamn time of day, no matter what I did. I finally did that Clefable surfing Pikachu trade. What? I don't know why I was able to do it. I just,
0: why did this guy just never give me the fucking time of day? Because
1: you're too hot-headed, and you're going around like you're this big hotshot fucking Pokemon trainer. I am a big hotshot! And he likes that I'm humble, and I'm trying my best.
0: Your best isn't good enough.
1: Well, you don't have a surfing Pikachu, and it's a sweetie. 213 sucks. You failed. Fuck you. You failed in your mission.
0: There's still 13 we cards out there. We both failed in our
1: missions. We both failed in our missions. We both failed in our missions.
0: And I'm willing to admit that.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm right there on the
0: beaches with you. We both got off our little boats and like those planes were coming over and gunning people down and uh, some other Pokemon card battlers there on the beach and he gets <laughs> blown up by a landmine and he's like
1: trying to like shovel his intestines back into his guts. Man, did you get Memoir 44 and you've been playing a World War II board game as well (laughs) during the quarantine? Because that's exactly where my mind is at. We're both on those fucking beaches, man. We both failed. I just had more guts spilling out than you. You had a little more guts spilling out, yep. And my total number was 1,532.
0: Respectable. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking cards when you really think about it.
1: Nobody needs that many cards. When I built my last deck, I had 22 drowsies.
0: That's too many drowsies.
1: Who the fuck needs 22 drowsies? Nobody. Drowsy sucks, (laughs) but did you have... It's, It's fine. It's got headbutt. Did you have any Pokemon you were satisfied with this week or any cards? I was very satisfied to discover Okay, easy. there is another Raichu card in this thing. Because I was never super pleased with that Raichu. And I did use the other Raichu in my Brainstorm deck, as we all know. The other Raichu, which is rare, but it's not as rare as this one, is a level 40. And it has 80 hit points. It has agility. And it has thunder. And the thunder does 60, but if you flip a coin, it can do 30 damage to itself. Yeah. If tails. So, not great. I negated it with my Alakazam and Slowbro backbench. But this other Raichu, have you seen this, boy? I mean, I must have. I think I probably have it. It's a very jolly looking Raichu. This Raichu is level 45. It has 90 hit points. Not bad. It's only weak to fighting. And then its only move is four lightning and it's giga shock and it does 30 damage but you also choose three of your opponent's benched pokemon and this attack does 10 damage to each of them Ugh, regardless sucks. of weakness or resistance Ugh. so this raichu is fun that is nice and it served me well against what's his face fucking grandmaster jack with his like water deck
0: i faced off against a few trainers and battles this week where they had Pokemon who did a lot of bench damage. In fact, Jack, the Grandmaster Jack with his Articunos. Blizzard? Yeah, he has Blizzard, which does 50 fucking damage to your main Pokemon. Yeah. And then just like 10 to every other Pokemon on your bench. Although it, it can backfire, and he can do 10 damage to his own Pokemon.
1: Their whole thing, all these Grandmasters, I won't get ahead of myself, but their whole thing was like just chaos. Just chaos.
0: Yeah, they used, like, item cards more liberally than any club master or club member that I've seen so far. Yeah. In a way, that was, like, kind of surprising. It was like, shit, is this, like, a real person I'm facing off with somewhere? Yeah. Okay, cool. Raichu, level 45.
1: My other one, I was not intending to feature this one twice, but, you know, it's right there in the name. And it's Mewtwo, but it's level 60 Mewtwo. And it's a promo card. Yeah. You probably got this.
0: He's kind of got, like, angel wings behind him.
1: It's using Cyburn, which is its move. It's, like, radiating energy off of itself.
0: Like a white blob behind it? Is that
1: the right one? I can see a halo. Yeah. Okay. I can see Mewtwo's halo. Yeah, I got that one. When I was training to try to get a hypno... I was getting a laboratory booster decks, and I went to the Psychic Club to train, and then I was talking to everybody in there, and I forgot about this guy who's in the game room at Psychic Club, and he gives you the Mewtwo level 60 promo card for beating Clubmaster Murray, because he hates him also, apparently. Now, how could you not? Yeah, he was a dork. This Mewtwo, ooh, it's fun. So it's level 60, Mm. 70 hit points, respectable energy absorption. So choose two energy cards from your discard pile and attach them to Mewtwo. And then Psyburn, and it's two Psychic and one Colorless, 40 damage. So when we go into my deck, explain how this works getting, more often. He's getting choked up.
0: Bugcatchers, he's getting <laughs> choked up. He's getting very emotional.
1: Uh, it's just, you know, it's so nice to see all these Mewtwo cards and I get to use them again, seeing them in the wild. Yeah. I have this card in my collection as well. Yeah. So this is fun because you just, you put it on the bench and basically as soon as you've discarded energy or you've got a Mon who gets fainted and it's psychic. So if you're building a predominantly psychic deck, which I ultimately did, you bring the Mewtwo out and then it just summons the energy to itself. So ideally you put an energy on it while it's on the bench. And then once you've got two in the discard, you bring it out to the front. Ah, I see. Summon the energy. And then just start popping off. Yeah. It's good. And it's much better than the other Mewtwo that I had. But I like them both. This one's better. Did you have any other favorite cards that you liked? This has been like a cornerstone of all my decks, but it felt like weird that we never really highlighted Pokédex.
0: Yeah. I just have never gotten a good use out of Pokédex because I'm such a fucking like energy pig you know
1: pokedex should still be useful for you but
0: except the thing about pokedex is you strip all the energy off your pokemon right
1: no man pokedex just lets you look at the top five cards of your deck and arrange them however you want that's great
0: oh i'm thinking of pokemon center
1: pokemon center blows pokemon center makes you strip all your energy pokemon center blows i've never even entertained pokedex (laughs) no i don't have time for that my whole thing is like teching the bench. I'm not using a card that's going to wipe all their energy away. No,
0: no, no. I've never used Pokédex. Oh. You know what? I don't need to look at the top five cards in my deck because they're all fucking... The same shit. Slamajamas, king fucking Pokémon of Shit Mountain, who are going to come and fucking wreck your shit. Okay. I don't need to look at the top five cards in my deck because you know who's going to be there? Fucking him on Chan, fucking Magmar, fucking Scyther, Scyther and they're all and gonna
1: like Electabuzz, and, all and they the all shit have everybody eight uses. energy
0: on them, and they're all fucking yeah. powerhouses, and like, yeah, good luck. Sure. Oh, you want me to look at the top five cards of my deck? Okay, here I'm looking. Oh, this is gonna fucking hurt
1: you. Same old shit that everybody uses. This will hurt <laughs> for you. Are you doing a Bane it's again? It's Bane again. Yeah. No more Bane. Although that one, at least we got the full quote. That was all right. Yeah. So whatever, Pokedex, I like it. I have a lot of bills and I have a lot of Professor Oaks. And so Pokedex is great because it lets me choose exactly what I'm about to get. So I like Pokedex. Fine. You don't? That's a whole lot of not my problem.
0: We're different people and we're different Pokemon trading card game players. That's what makes it interesting. Some of us are better. Some of us are worse.
1: Some One of us is a min-maxer who makes the decks that everybody likes, and some of us do our own thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: All right. So, Joshua, talk to us about your cards.
0: I accumulated 220 unique Pokemon cards in this game, and there are 226 uh-huh. total Pokemon cards available so in this game. So,
1: still not all of them.
0: There are several I could not
1: get because of something called Card Pop, which is gross it's like mystery gift in the main video games where you like you connect with a friend's device whether it's by proximity or by cable and it just randomly gives you a couple of cards i think it's two in this car pop car pop and we couldn't do that obviously because we're responsible adults in the middle of a pandemic
0: we had an opportunity to do it but it was on mother's day and my wife is a mother so i couldn't humble brag I couldn't be off card popping with my buds, you know? (laughs) Wow, definitely not when you
1: say it like that. (laughs) (laughs) And how many cards total do you have? 1759. Good
0: year. 1759, what happened? (laughs) It's not a good year. (laughs) I've had a lot of Pokemon that I loved this week, but I've talked about most of them in the past. So instead I'm going to focus on Okay, interesting. Two Pokemon cards, which I really loved, and one trainer card, which I really loved. The two Pokemon cards I loved were Tangela level eight. Okay, and it seems a little late game to be featuring that card. And Tangela level twelve. <laughs> and when we get to our segment Wait, new, deck <laughs> <laughs> new deck check, I'll tell you all about a deck Did you I built. Do spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I made a deck which we'll talk about later, called It Takes Four to Tangela. Oh, God. And it was a Tangela-heavy deck, by which I mean it was only Tangelas. Yeah. Or things that can transform into Tangelas. Oh, no. And I just had a blast with it. Man, I love these dang Pokemon, and they're so much fun. Tangelas. You've really,
1: really run away with that Tangela standing.
0: And then the other card that I just really
1: loved this week was Energy Removal. God
0: damn. Oh,
1: Tanergy Removal. What a beautiful card Energy Removal is. That got me out a lot of fucking scrapes with the Grandmasters, actually. I almost made that my feature as well. I have a Tangela
0: heavy deck, but I also have a deck called Squirt Squashers, which is kind of my Haymaker deck. And like first of all it had a lot of energy removals in it which is great yeah but then it also had a lot of shit like item finder and computer
1: search which let me go and like oh wait find more or reuse energy removals is item finder good in this i don't have item finder oh yeah man item finder's great i never even saw that what does it do you discard two cards to go and find a trainer card in your discard pile okay i think computer search is more useful but discard is fun actually they're both good but here's the thing it's like they're two sides of the same coin as
0: you can only have four of the same type of card in your hand right so i had four energy removals and i would spend one and then you use item finder and throw away like some bench pokemon or some energy cards you don't need to go and like retrieve the energy removal back from your discards oh i see and just keep dropping energy removals interesting <laughs> Before we talk about new deck check and before we get into the grand masters, I think we should take a break because I have to make water. Uh yeah. Well, that's gross. All right, I'll see you in a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Joshua, we're back.
0: I have two decks of my own devious design. You're dubious about the origins? Origins of one of my two decks? Yeah, I I
1: think well, I'm dubious about your deck. I think you've been corrupted. Corrupted by fucking winning? S- slapped a name on there that's your own, but it's just Corrupted by winning? What are these decks that all these minmaxers are yeah, using? Yeah, you're right. I am corrupted by winning.
0: <laughs> and you? You're not corrupted by winning. That's certainly true. Not in this not in this
1: mini series. Not in this mini series. But I'm used to it generally.
0: Joshua, I would love to hear more about your deck that you went into the grandmasters with this week in our segment (gasps) new New deck deck check
1: did you build a new deck to take on the um, grandmasters this week i went in with my watergate deck because courtney has the legendary moltres deck so she's got a fire deck yes we should explain this it's four
0: battles in a row yeah Against four grandmasters who each have a legendary Pokemon
1: card in their deck. Yeah, and they sort of theme it around that card. Yep, yep. So it's four
0: battles in a row, but when you finish a battle, you have an opportunity to fuck with your decks a little bit. Yeah. And you can either go and switch to a pre built deck that you have, or you can like edit a deck that you're working with, or whatever you want. So you don't have to take the same deck into all four battles. Right. Some of us did. <laughs> Some of us have just such a fucking OP
1: powerhouse of a deck. I was curious about that. So you you didn't bring multiple decks. You did also basically use one deck the whole time. Use one deck. Because yeah. you have slots, so you can go into it with multiple decks pre-built, but you really have to have a fuck ton of cards to pull that off. Yep. Over the course of fighting all the Grandmasters, I just changed my deck every time so it was a little amorphous
0: you edited your one existing deck
1: yeah i was just editing the whole time okay i was just nimble on my feet to adapt to what these people were throwing at me smart and what i ended with was the power fiel joshua deck okay get it power fiel joshua it's sort of a ronald thing yeah but it's power fiel yeah like powerful powerful power field, but then yep. it's like my last name. it's your last name, Powerfield Joshua, yeah, yeah, it's a remix of my favorites from this game, okay. I went for what's effectively a psychic colorless deck, psychic normal, yeah, psychic normal is the equivalent. my deck would absolutely obliterate your deck. Because you got all your little Hitmonchans, probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're going to have a lot of trouble with the majority of my deck, which is Psychic.
0: What's good against Psychic?
1: Psychic. Okay. So if you don't have any Psychic, then you're going to have a little trouble. I don't, but I feel like I would still do pretty well. Well, we'll find out one day. We'll find out one day. One day. We'll find our way back to Hatley's. Hopefully. And why it's Power Fiel is because the back bench is powering up the front line and the front line is protecting the back bench as it gets powered up so the front line is predominantly jinxes it's mr mime unfortunately i had to bring in mr mime because that Mm. invisible wall is fucking useful in this situation yeah Kangaskhan's my consistent favorite. And then there's like a renegade Chansey and Snorlax because they're just there. They're tanks. They're just there to soak up fucking yep. damage.
0: Chansey and Snorlax are both dry Savannah before the absolute raging wildfire <laughs> that is Hitmonchan. Yeah, I, I mean, I can eat through a Chansey. I can eat through a Snorlax in two turns. With my Hitmonchan. Any
1: of those colorless up front are just like, they're a meat shield. I don't care. I don't care about that shit. And also, what would you do about the Jinxes or the Mr. Mimes, by the way? That's a problem for you. Burn them to death with my mighty Pokemon. Well, you know why that would be a problem? Because we have Alakazams in the back moving all the damage around. That's fine. I do so much damage. What we're building for, we're trying to get out that level 60 Mewtwo. We're trying to get out I threw in a Hypno as well, because Hypno has this cool ability. Well, you had 23 of them, so. Well, I have 22 Drowsies. Oh, right. I only have one Hypno at the moment. (laughs) And that was what I was going through the Psychic Club to try to get. I want a bunch of them. I want more of them, but it's rare. Hypno has 90 hit points, but it has Prophecy as its Pokemon power look at up to three cards from the top of either player's deck and rearrange them as you like. This is just your fucking thing, huh? Yes, because I'm trying to just cycle through cards and get the exact cards that I want in order to evolve and power up my Pokemon, and then they come out swinging. That's your mistake, man. No one should be evolving. Evolving is a waste of time. I just think it's fun. And Wigglytuff is a big part of this. I have two Wigglytuffs, and then I got three Jigglypuffs. It's just a lot of deck space, man. Especially because I have these Alakazams. I got a bunch of Abras. I got Jinxes. I got all these people who are filling the bench, and then the Wigglytuff can come out and do the wave, baby. I did have Wigglytuff do the wave on me several times this week. Yeah. I didn't like it. You don't like the deck. I like it. It was fun. The other part I should mention, it's got a bunch of energy removals and gusts of wind. So there's a lot of like control for your bullshit. Gust of wind is nice. Where I'm just removing energy and I'm gusting out anyone I don't want to deal with at the moment. Gust of wind removes the opponent's attacking Pokemon and you can swap it with whatever you want from their bench. It's so beautiful because
0: it's like, They throw in like a Snorlax with a hundred hit points and you're like, fuck, I'm going to have to like grind through this fucking Snorlax for a minute. And then you're like, oh, never mind, I'll just Gust of Wind and pull in their like Kubone with four hit points.
1: Right. And kill it in one hit. I did that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Gust of Wind is a great, great card. Gust of Wind was also a favorite along with energy removal. And then, yeah, it's got a bunch of, you know, Professor Oaks, Bills, Pokedex. That's it. Power Fiel. Joshua. Okay. What's that sound? So this is your own little Terminator theme. <laughs>
0: it's Squirt Squashers. Okay. And they've... Blown through the backdrop, and here they are. at Squirt Squashers, and there in the front is my boy Hitmonchan. Yeah, of course. With his one fighting energy jab, which does 20 damage. And his three energy uh, mega punch, or whatever it's called, which does... Special punch. Special punch, which does 30 damage. 40. 40 damage so fast you get a you get a fucking Hitmonchan chan out quickly you get one goddamn fighting energy on him and you're done you're set baby
1: everybody likes that Hitmonchan. chan
0: you're set baby who's that behind Hitmonchan? chan oh i hate looking at him <laughs> but magmar. i love watching
1: him work and it's magmar you hate to watch him come in and you love to watch it. no wait yeah you'd also love to watch him leave yeah, because I love his ass. Because uh, <laughs> no, he's fucking hideous. <laughs> you love to watch, you love both sides. You love it when he comes out, you love it when he leaves, too. I hate it when he comes out because I hate looking
0: at him. And I love it when he leaves because I love his tight little butt. It's Magmar. Again, one fucking fire energy on this thing. He can do smokescreen, which only does 10 damage, but also leaves the attacking Pokemon's attack up to a coin flip. Right. Which is just a beautiful little mechanic that
1: I love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hate it.
0: Who's that behind Magmar? Scyther. You keep him on the bench. You build up some colorless energy on him so that he can do Slash, which does 30 damage all day, all night. Right Behind Scyther, you got Electabuzz. Again, Electabuzz, one lightning energy on that son of a gun. Well,
1: Electabuzz has been my boy throughout this, yeah.
0: You throw one Lightning Energy on Electabuzz and you've got yourself a... Thundershock? Thundershock, which is only 10
1: damage, but again, on a coin flip. We're talking about Electabuzz level 35, by the way. Level 20 is trash. Oh, I don't even pay attention to that shit. No, no, no. The other one
0: sucks. My Electabuzz, for just one Lightning Energy, will do Thundershock, which is 10 damage and you flip a coin and the defending Pokemon is paralyzed. If you can manage to get two energy on this guy, then it's the Thunder Punch, which is a fine move. Like, it does 30 damage, and if you flip a heads, you do an additional 10. If you flip a tails, you do 10 damage to yourself. But this thing has 70 hit points.
1: That's risky, and you don't have any Alkazam or Slowbro. Take that damage off. Don't need them. Take the heat
0: off. Don't need them, because all of Squirt Squashers have... Enough hit points to kind of soak up some damage, including from themselves, like Electabuzz. Okay, and I had four of each of these Pokemon in my deck: Hitmonchan, Mike Mar, Scyther, and Electabuzz. And then you just stack your deck
1: with items, you know, like Energy Searches, Energy Retrievals. So you you have Fighting Energy, you have Fire, you have Grass and Lightning Energy. No Grass, because the only thing Grass is useful for is
0: Swords Dance, but like. Slash is, like, honestly a good enough move on its own that it was, like... I don't mind keeping Scythers on the bench and, like, empowering them with random energy that I don't need elsewhere. Yeah. If I've got a Magmar or a Hitmonchan on the front lines and they're taking a lot of damage and I'm building up these Scythers in the back, then I can just swap in that Scyther and he's got three energy on him and he can just sit and do, like, Slashes, you know, yeah, all day and all night.
1: Respect. My deck was
0: full of electric fighting and fire and colorless energy and then just a ton of items designed for like moving that energy around or retrieving that energy or going into my deck and finding that energy or stripping my
1: opponents of their energy so this is the haymaker deck basically is there a little that uh michelangelo that fucking leonardo flair that you're adding to this just sort of my own... Where I'm just this white foundational fucking paint? Just sort of my own creativity, I guess. You know, like uh-huh. Would you ask
0: uh-huh. Da Vinci what he contributed to the Sistine Chapel?
1: I see a Haymaker deck with a fun name on it. I'm going to be
0: honest. I don't know what a Haymaker deck is. All right. But I do know that a Haymaker deck is this basic setup, which is... These non-evolutionary lines. Yeah. Hitmonchan, Magmar, Lapras, Scyther, Electabuzz, Snorlax. Jinx is probably in there. All these big hitting Pokemon with a lot of HP that don't require evolutions. Yeah. My creativity came in picking which of those Pokemon to use. Okay. I chose these particular Pokemon because I wanted a good spread. Okay. I knew I was going into the Elite Four. I knew I was going into the Championship Cup. I knew I wouldn't
1: want to fuck with my teams too much. I get it, I get it. It's obviously a good combo. I just think, you know, in the beginning, man, we you liked evolving Pokemon, and then you get out there and the game changed you. And now you're just slinging out these- The game changed me and it made me better. Pokemon that everybody likes. It made me better. I
0: beat all four of the Green Masters, and I beat the Championship Cup several times with this deck. Okay. But, Josh. Well, congrats. I haven't lost my passion. I haven't lost my creative spark, Josh. Da Vinci didn't just do the Sistine Chapel. Was that Da Vinci? Wasn't that Michelangelo? Jesus. Michelangelo didn't just do the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, it's Michelangelo. I got it right. That's what I said. I said that. He also did
1: other shit. Like David. Yeah, David I like. He did David, right? Or was that... (laughs) I ain't no art historian. I'm a normal historian. Wait, the statue of David was Michelangelo. Yeah. Okay,
0: great. (laughs)
1: Michelangelo
0: didn't just do the Sistine Chapel. (laughs) Yeah. He also did the statue of David and Squirt didn't just do
1: Squirt Squashers. Okay. He had his own David. And so his own masterpiece. Squirt Squashers is the Sistine Chapel. (laughs) Squirt Squashers is the Sistine Chapel. Okay.
0: And my other deck, It Takes Four to Tangela, (laughs) is is my masterpiece. (laughs) It's my David. Okay. Here's what it is. Tell me about It Takes Four to Tangela.
1: I was just determined to do an all Tangela deck. I am glad that you did complete that mission. Although I'm disappointed it's not the spaghetti and meatballs theme. Remind me, that was Geodude and Tangela? It was Geodude and Jigglypuff and Chansey <laughs> and Execute no. and Tangelas. I wanted to
0: keep it pure. So well. it takes four to Tangela is
1: four Tangelas. Wait, it's just four. You didn't even use the other four? You can only add four of one card. But there are two types of Tangelas.
0: Yeah, and I have a lot of each, but you can only add
1: four Tangelas. Oh, even if they're different levels? Yeah, you can only add four. Interesting. Okay.
0: So it takes four to Tangela is four <laughs> yeah, and two Dittos, which Ew. are only there to transform into Tangelas, obviously, right? Gross. And then just a whole bunch of items to help me kind of like go and find Tangelas in my deck. A lot of computer
1: searches, a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> it's like squirt Googling for affinity all of his computer searches are just for affinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me ask you something. Yeah. Ditto in this one, they turn into a pokemon in your deck rather than the opposing pokemon cuz that's different. Yes, 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 yes. That's how ditto's work in this. They have a move called morph. Okay. Which costs either two or three energy, I can't remember. Yeah, it takes 3 energy and then it For the rest of the game, you replace Ditto with a copy of a basic Pokemon card, chosen at random from your deck, but when if your deck
0: only has one Pokemon (laughs) card. Yeah.
1: Okay. Guess what? (laughs) That Ditto is going to be a Tangela. Jesus. Did you use the spaghetti and meatball style Tangela at least, where it's like all vines and then the eyes sticking out? I did two of each. Okay. Which is why my
0: two favorite Pokemon this week were Tangela level 8 and Tangela level 12. Because I I did use both. Here's what I'll say about this deck. It was my post-game deck. So I built this deck and then I went to the Championship Cup and tried to do the Championship Cup with the It Takes Four (laughs) Tangela deck. How did it go? And it is trash. It's awful. It's a bad deck. And it's (laughs) completely unplayable. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. (laughs) Just totally unplayable. It's impossible to get the Tangles out. (laughs) It was like every time I started a new match,
1: it would be like, Squirt has no usable Pokemon. Yeah, I was about to say, you must have to shuffle like six times every time just to start a match because it's like, Squirt has no usable Pokemon. (laughs) And then I would get one fucking Tangle out, which has like
0: four hit points. Yeah. And then like some asshole would like do (laughs) 40 damage and. My Tangle would be dead, and it would be like Squirt is <laughs> out of Bench Pokemon. It's completely unplayable. But I did love it. It was a lot of fun. I did beat a few games with it. Like if you can like manage scrubs, to like
1: or in the Championship? no championship in the cup challenge games. <laughs> Yeah.
0: If you can manage to get the Tangelas out,
1: <laughs> Just on not your that bench. Good. The most damage they could do is twenty.
0: But you're like, you're poisoning, you're paralyzing. Yeah, they cause trouble. Yeah, it's not a good deck.
1: It takes four to tangle up, but I, at least I did it, you know? I'm glad you did that. And that's a respecte. That's a respecte for you.
0: Joshua, those are our decks. Do we want to talk about the Grandmasters a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. You go into the Pokemon Dome, you walk up to the door, and it's like, are you sure you want to like take on the Grand Masters? It's like, yes. And then you walk in, and it's like, you go up the stairs, and it's like, are you sure you're totally ready to take on the Grand Masters?
1: And you know what? This reminds me of something that has been an issue this entire game, and it's similar to like that owl in Ocarina of Time. Oh, uh, yeah. The one where it's like... Que pora Gebora. You
0: get through the dialogue, you're hammering a... Yeah, To get through the dialogue. Because he do not
1: give a shit what he has to say.
0: And then at the end, he's like, did you hear everything I had to say?
1: And it defaults to no. Yeah. And that's what this game does, too. And it's for every trainer. So it's always like, oh, do you want to battle this person? And then it starts on no. And you go through all their shit. And then you hit no. And then you have to listen to it again. But you never learn a lesson. I don't learn a lesson. Yeah, I got rejected multiple times because I just said no. I guess I'm not ready. I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do this. But yet. I'm ready the whole time. And it
0: sucks even more in the in the Grandmaster Pokemon Dome because it's like a whole thing.
1: If you say no, they boot you out into the front, and then you got to go through these doors and do the whole thing. Oh my god! It does have banging music again, though. By the way. Oh yeah, I actually did listen to the music this week.
0: internet is really bad in brooklyn yeah and what that means is like jamie and i can't watch a lot of the streaming shows we usually watch oh my god so in the evenings after the boy goes down to bed we'll like try to watch something on tv and it won't work i'm like okay well i'm just gonna play pokemon and jamie's like okay well i'm just gonna read so we're sitting on the couch together last night i was like would it be cool if we just listen to this pokemon music and she was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And it was great. It was the soundtrack
1: of our evening. Oh, yeah. We got the same thing happening over here, too. Yeah. Bobby's been playing Call of Duty Warzone. I'm such a bro. Yeah. It's their like, Fortnite. Fortnite clone.
0: I've played it. It's very fun.
1: And I am just sitting on the couch playing Pokemon, playing the music out loud. And it's been such a hit in this house that like we both are just humming the music constantly. <laughs> The music in this game is like better than in the in the main games. And they have great music also. I think I've said this before, they got to sell it on vinyl. I'd buy that. Somebody's got to start remixing this into some lo-fi fucking beats to to study and relax to, man. Tell me about it. So, you finally get through all these dialogue boxes, you jam to the music. Okay. You have to go in, you fight them one by one, you do get to also rearrange your deck in between each battle, and they each have a theme. If
0: you need to. If you need to. If you need to.
1: You didn't put that Tangela deck up against these people. No. That would be a disaster. Okay. Yeah. The reason that would be a disaster, and I would say my first battle with Courtney, who has the legendary Moltres deck, was a disaster, and... I fought her probably, I think I got defeated like eight times. Yeah. Because if you let her get these Moltres loose, there's no recovering. Oh. She's got at least two because there's like two different cards, but I think she has even more of them in her deck. They have this fucking ability Fire Giver. The level 37 Moltres, which is like the promo card, the legendary card. Yeah. Yeah. When you put Moltres into play during your turn, put 1 to 4, chosen at random, fire energy cards from your deck into your hand. So when the Moltres comes out, it's bringing its own energy with it. And then its only move is Dive Bomb, and it's 3 fire, and it does 70 damage, and it's Flip a Coin. If Tails, it does nothing. But I don't know about you, but fucking Courtney was like on a tear. And any time this thing came out, it was a 100% hit rate. I want to talk a second about RNG. Okay. Do you know what RNG means? Random number generator.
0: I know at this point. Random number generator. And this game is heavily dependent on it. But the virtual console version of this game, there is a certain amount of RNG gaming you can do. Because of the save states. Okay. Shit like coin flips, you can game. Because you can save state right before a coin flip and then do the coin flip. And if you don't like the outcome of the coin flip, restore your save. Oh, that's
1: save scumming, man. That is so shady. Here's what I discovered this week about this game. It's Mayor Cheat. You're admitting to Mayor Cheat. No, no, no. No, no, no. The game is Mayor Cheat josh because it gives you coin flips that you don't like yes (laughs) okay i i don't know that that's how it works no 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 josh listen to this all right you're saying that
0: you she had a hundred percent hit rate courtney with her moltres yeah the game fucking does that if the game wants you to suffer you'll fucking suffer i mean i always assume that but i don't know it's true here's how i discovered it i had gamblers in my deck oh which on a coin flip will replace your entire hand with eight cards or one card. If you get a heads, you get eight cards. If you get a tails, you get one card. Don't like it. I tried it out a little. I saved state right before doing a gambler coin flip. Mm -hmm. Did the gambler coin flip and got tails, which replaced my entire hand with one card. And I thought, that's not what I wanted. So I reloaded the save state and flipped the coin again. Tails reloaded flip tails, reloaded flip tails, reloaded flip tails, reloaded flip tails, reloaded flip tails. It's not a coin flip. Yeah. I did it maybe 40 times. Jesus. And it always gave me a tails every single time. So the game decides when it wants to give you a heads and when it wants to give you a tails on a coin flip.
1: This is interesting. Alleging that the game is Mayor Cheat. That's a new one. The game is Mayor Cheat. Kind of like calling democracy being rigged. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i
1: discovered that the
0: game is mayor cheat by doing some mayor arguably cheating. mayor cheat tactics of my own <laughs> yeah but still like whatever like maybe i've uncovered the ends justify the means in this case right because i've discovered that the game is mayor cheat
1: okay and that's why you had such a hard time against courtney's multress. i hated it i hated it too I eventually, I just retooled my Watergate deck to be almost all water and electric. It sucks, and it's it's why you need energy removals, too. And yeah, that's when I learned the value of energy
0: removals. You just got to strip these fucking Moltreses and Articunas of their energy so that they can't do these, like, devastating super moves against you.
1: And how'd you fare with her?
0: Fine. I did fine against her. Okay. My sweet boy's... Hitmonchan, Magmar, Scyther, and Electabuzz all did really, did fine against her. Yeah. I think Electabuzz did really well. If I see a wing on a Pokemon, I'm like, let's get Electabuzz in here. Yeah. I will say this at the end of the battle with Courtney, you do win her legendary card.
1: Yeah, that Moltres that I hate so much.
0: It sucks. It's ugly and it sucks, and it's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Because it looks like a fucking rubber chicken. <laughs>
1: Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, it does. It's like in this like dumb pose, and you can just kind of see its dumb little chicken leg. It looks like a rubber chicken. It's like that Pokemon Snap Moltres also, where it's like, why do you look like a fucking loser, like Wimp? It's not even like covered
0: in flames. It just looks like a naked bird, you know? Yeah. With like some flames on it. Moltres should be like this, like,
1: Plumes glorious, of, like,
0: phoenix f- rolling flames, you know? And it's just like this yellow bird with some flames on it. It sucks. It does look like one of those joke rubber chickens. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so dumb looking. It's my You Made Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Ugh. Onward from Courtney to Steve, the electric type <laughs> yeah. grandmaster. I think Steve was the easiest one. I maybe even beat Steve on like a bench Pokemon win, you know? Yeah. I beat his Pikachu in two hits and he was like, well, Steve's out of usable Pokemon. (laughs) So Steve was
1: no issue for me. Steve was a joke. He has the legendary Zapdos deck. Legendary Zapdos is like awful. Just awful. All the legendary cards with the exception of Dragonite. Yeah. We're kind of trash. Overall, they're bad. I like the Dragonite a little bit. I think it has some use. The Zapdos, though, is awful. The one that he uses in particular, Big Thunder is its one move. And it's three lightning. Choose a Pokemon other than Zapdos at random. Any Pokemon. And it does 70 damage to that Pokemon. As soon as he brought this Zapdos out, I won basically. Because he killed his entire bench. And then I'm just sitting there whittling away at the front Zapdos. And by the time he'd murdered his back bench, then I just murdered his Zapdos. It's stupid. Big Thunder. It's a dumb move. Big Trash. Big
0: Trash. God. Big Steve. Big Trash. Yeah. Jack is the third Grandmaster who deploys Articuno's liberally. Yeah. I will say, Articuno's gave me a little trouble. Every iteration of Articuno is pretty tough, but they're so expensive to run because you have to have four water energy on
1: Articunos to make them do anything. That's so expensive in this game. Because it can't do anything until it has three. Right. I did like Jack's look, by the way. He's got like a futuristic like English gentleman thing going on. He's got like a monocle and this like old timey mustache, and he's always like he's sort of like a handsome, like put together older man. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to duel with you. (laughs) And he brings out all these like Articuno's. Yeah, I took him down on my first try because I, at that point, had brought in electric Pokemon. Yeah, lightning Pokemon,
0: Electabuzz definitely helped me get through the the Jack battle fairly quickly.
1: So Jack, yeah. Jack
0: shit. Jack shit. And then there's Rob. Yeah. Rob's thing
1: is... He's got the legendary Dragonite. Which is a, a handsome little card. Oh, it's very handsome. I mean, he's kind of a dragon dude. He's very Lance style. They always have to have this. He's got a cape. Yeah. Apparently, even in the knockoff game.
0: He's got a cape. He's got a bisexual energy.
1: Oh, Yeah. And he's got lots of dragons, including... Some would say this is when Joshua had his first tingling of a sexual awakening with the rod here. <laughs> with rod in a couple of different ways. I thought you'd never played this game before. Joshua, the character, because this is the prequel. Ah, ah, aha, aha. Yeah, yeah, Come on. You got to keep track of the timelines. It's confusing that your character's name is also your name.
0: Yeah. This dude is just kind of set up to do dragon shit. He's got the Charmander line. He's got Magikarp and Gyarados. He's got the Dratini, Dragonair, Dragonite line.
1: Yeah. And then inexplicably a couple of Kangaskans and a couple of Laprases too. Yeah, they're kind of there to soak. I guess Lapras is kind of dragon-like. You know, Lapras is sort of a Loch Ness monster, I think.
0: And then if you beat him, he gives you the the level 41.
1: one one. Level 41, Dragonite. Dragonite, which is a nice little card. And it was Joshy's Sweetie. Ah. I love that card. It's kind of a fun card to play, too. It's fun. It's got a Pokemon power called Healing Wind. And when it comes out, it just removes 20 damage counters from all of your Pokemon. And then it's got slam and slam is like pretty hit or miss like it is in the video game where it's it's three colorless and flip two coins and then it does 30 damage times the number of heads but dragonite has a hundred hit points hoss so like with the heal, it's kind of just like well why wouldn't you fling it out and i did have a dragonite in my power fiel joshua deck as well Cause it's just kind of like I don't know if you get it, that can be potentially a saving grace. Yeah, and it's also got a fucking good look. It it's vibing. It's just like vibing, dancing, kind of like a hula style, like a chill. He's just living his fucking life, and I really like that. And this also means Dragonite is officially a sweetie. By the way, oh nice. He was not on the list previously, and that was uh, I love that. That was a mistake. That whole line is now in the sweetie list. I love that. After you beat Rod, Ronald comes out, and he's
0: just like, eh, it's me, Weasley Ronald. Face me. And he's Legendary Ronald now. And he's got his Legendary Ronald deck.
1: (laughs) God, this fucking guy. Legendary Ronald. Ugh, so stupid. So he's running like, I don't know what the hell was going on with this deck. I honestly don't remember it. I seem to remember it was mostly Eevee shit. Like, when I fought him, it was like a lot of Eevees. Yeah, he has a bunch of Eevees. That's right. His whole thing is like trying to get Eevee evolutions out. Which is just like... And it did not work. It's a bad strategy. (laughs) It did not work at all.
0: This is your legendary deck, Ronald? Go back to powerful. I beat him, no problem. And then that's the end of the game, Joshua. Except after you beat the Elite Four... Yeah. and you save and reload at random, you can go and take on the championship cup at the challenge hall. The challenge hall. Yeah. Which is three random members that you faced off before from the game, back to back, with the opportunity to edit and alter your deck between them. And then once you win against all three of them, four prize challenges each of them okay once you win against them you get a random promotional card from the promotional card deck right which is how i managed to accumulate some of the
1: cards we missed along the way okay and that is how you would get those other Mewtwo's and surfing pikachus and
0: yep okay so i got a, a good number of those i played through the championship cup several times you have to do a little bit of save scumming where it's like my strategy was to go to the pokemon dome and and sit in the lobby and save a diary entry there. Okay. And then use the like bottom screen of the 2DS to reset the game. Right. And load my save and then walk up to the championship hall. And when you enter the championship hall, it'll either be one guy there who's like, man, what a great championship match we just had. Can't wait for the next one. It's the only guy I know. Or it'll be two women there who are like, congratulations, you've found us. Okay. So you just kind of keep resetting the game and reloading your save file until you get the two women, and then you
1: battle. I guess I just didn't do it enough because I was willing to save scum for this part because I just wanted to have the experience, but I never got it to trigger, man. It's honestly, it was totally random. Sometimes it would be like 20 times in a row of reloading the game where the women weren't there, and sometimes I would get the women like back to back. I did not get that to trigger i still am going to try just because i want to see it but in that process of save scumming apparently that is also what gets uh imakuni imakuni to come out and i fought him two more times and i did get his card at least oh nice i don't have imakuni's card i got his fucking bullshit card imakuni The other thing you can do
0: once you beat the Grandmasters is Dr. Mason turns on a machine in her lab, which is right behind her in her lab. Yeah. And it's called like the battle deck machine or something like that. And the way it works is you walk up to it and you activate it and it starts a random battle with four random members from across the game and one grand champion. Interesting. That you have to do. All five battles back-to-back without editing your deck.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: And it's random. So it's like, it could be like a psychic and a fire and a plant and then like another fire and a plant and then the grand champion. That's interesting. It's a little
1: fun. You do
0: it and it's a fucking slog because it's five trainers in a row. And then at the end, when you've won, which I did win, you know what you get as a prize? Promo card? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing.
1: You get nothing. How is it nothing for that, which is arguably a bigger challenge than all that other shit? I beat this fucking thing, and I took on
0: Jack with his fucking Articunos as part of Dr. Mason's bad battle machine
1: bullshit. It's, like, busted. After you win all the battles, you're, like, slamming on the side of it. You're like, where's my prize? Where's my prize? And they
0: just... I guess I should check my mail. Maybe Dr. Mason sent me something. Be weird because she's right there. It sucked. Don't do this. Don't do this. If you're listening to this and you're loving this game and you're going to keep playing some of the end game content, don't do the bad battle machine in Dr. Mason's lab because it sucks. Yeah. Just go do the championship cup.
1: Yeah, if you're lucky.
0: But that's it, Joshua. That's 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 the Pokemon trading card game, game. video game for Game Boy Color.
1: Yeah. We did it. That's the game. Four weeks. Pretty good. I think I sunk like 30 hours into that and we thought it was going to be like 15. I loved it. I had so much fun with it. It's a great game and I think we've seen with like the response on our Twitter and Instagram that you should follow at exp Sharepod. People love this game and I'm upset that I slept on it as a kid and one of the actually I'll, I'll call this out. I think I wrote this down because I've been obsessed with this idea ever since. At I-t-ro, at i t y e r o tweeted at us that it should be a Pokemon main game side quest like Gwent is oh, in like The Gwen. Witcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such, that a, is good such idea. a good idea. Yeah, I'd love to have a fucking just a casual like collect card side quest in these games, and it would extend the gameplay so much. It'd be such a blast. Yeah, that's such a good idea. Uh, you should get a job at Pokemon Company, Itero or whatever your name is. Yeah. And I do think with a little more pushing and the quarantine coming down, it's going to be hard to not get into a little more trading card game battling. I would love to.
0: Joshua, we beat the Pokemon trading card game video game for Pokemon Color trading card
1: color Game Boy this week. (laughs) Game for Game Boy Color.
0: Next week we will be starting our journey in Gen 3 with Pokemon Ruby
1: and Sapphire. We're headed to Hoenn. We're headed to Hoenn. Yeah. A couple of hu- uh, a couple of, hu- couple of hoes, Couple hoes. of Hoes. Hoenn and Ho Couple of Bros Hoenn and Hoenn. How about that? That's, That's good. pretty good.
0: I'm looking forward to that. I've got a character developed that I think you're going to find quite
1: irritating. Ooh, I don't really think you're going to find mine very alluring either. (laughs) Perfect. And before then, we actually have a surprise, too, that we just recorded. We're going to have a bonus episode for you this Friday. Yes. You will still find the season three premiere next Tuesday. But this Friday, Tanner and I managed to bring in our friend of the pod, David Sims, of uh, a blank check to settle some scores from Gen 2. Yep. And we recorded that via Pokemon Showdown. Yep. And we're going to have some bonus content for you this Friday. This Friday, you can listen
0: to us battle David and see who is the grand Pokemon champion of all time.
1: And it could be any of us. We're not going to say. It's not me. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and I got one other thing. Ooh, tell me. The fine folks over at PokeSports, a competitive Pokemon podcast, asked us to come on Do an interview for a series they call PokeSports Plus, where we talked about our impressions of the first two gens and what we're looking forward to in Gen 3 and played a little trivia game called Dexit, where we have to guess Pokemon based on their Pokedex entry. Yeah. That was something I was especially into. So definitely go give that a listen. It should be the 29th episode. It's from May 25th. Yeah. So you can put that on right after this. And definitely give Poke Sports a follow, subscribe, and check it out. It's a great show. If we're using trading card game lingo, we're two sides of the same coin.
0: Yeah. I'll see you next week, Joshua, when we take on Gym 1 of Ruby and Sapphire. Until then, please rate and review and subscribe everywhere you can do that stuff. Yeah. It really does mean a lot. I know we say that every week, but like
1: pay attention this week because it actually is super helpful. So please go and do that stuff for us. Good ratings. Five star ratings. I star saw ratings. we have a couple of, uh, couple of fours now. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's Got not a couple allowed. Of ones that's also. not
1: allowed. Oh, and that's really not allowed. I didn't love the ones. Yeah. No explanation for that. Yeah. Give us some commentary of what we can improve. Or don't. Or just rate us five rate You know what? You're
0: ha- I'm happy for you to give us commentary on what we can improve, but do it with a five-star rating. That's
1: the real team player way to do it.
0: I am Char Tanner and Friends, a.k.a. Tanner Green Ring. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Double Colorless, and Josh, a.k.a. Josh Falstad. Joshua, goodbye. Smell ya later.
1: Smell ya and hoeing. Smell ya and ho-in. Ima Imakuni?